Hey everyone, welcome back. It is the Bloom Social Podcast, still without a name. Yep. I'm your host, Christian Garcia, joined today by the two gentlemen who joined us last week, Bailey Sutton. Hello. And Stephen Shoemaker. How's it going, boys? Doing well. Can't complain. Hanging in there. Yeah, it's just not much has changed, I feel like, since last week. Yeah. It's another week. Yeah, I know. It's like every day is uh, Saturday around here, so (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, why why get up and shower and get dressed and do any yeah, of that? Yeah, dude. It's not like I, I'm not going anywhere. This podcast is the best thing that ever happened to me. It makes me get up and shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets me off the TV. Yeah, I wanted to kick things off with a little bit of personal social media discussion because... Uh, you sent me something, Bailey, did. the other day, and then Nathan sent me something as well. Oh, he nominated you? I was you? chatting him up. Yeah, he nominated me as well, and I was chatting him up last night, and I'm like, dude, I feel like an old man. I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> like, I literally don't know. Like, you guys tagged me in this this chug challenge, right? What do you mean you know and, how to uh, respond? Like, how do I do it? You, you, you have someone film you, or... Uh, well, you film yourself chugging a beer. Well, yeah, but like, do I have to share your post too? Or like, how do I get all the formatting right? You don't have to. You can say like Steve did. I nominated Steve and he said, cheers, B-Sut. And, and then said, I nominate so-and-so-and-so. But the, the title is, oh. see a chug, send a chug. So as long as you have that, you're fine. And the nominations. It's very important. Very and important he, to see a chug, send a chug. Yeah, and you don't really need to... Uh, um, share that story that the person did to your story you know what i mean you don't have to share theirs okay gotcha yeah so. i was so confused i felt like an idiot i was like how do i do dude this? i felt like well, an I idiot I, it's kind of weird but well, i just thought you just gotta do yeah, it I, I thought that i had to like have the same formatting and everything but i guess that's not a big deal nah, no so i did mine cares. last night <laughs> and uh it was it was quite interesting i i thought i had it i, I was chugging all the way mm-hmm. through it was a nice tall glass and then at the end, it all hit me, and I went. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And Anna was zooming in on my face. <laughs> yep, that was hilarious. <laughs> you did it quick though. The turnaround time from when I nominated you to when you did it was fast. So oh, I went straight I to the liquor that. store. And Tori, Tori did it really fast too. <laughs> yeah, both both you nominated me, Bailey and Nathan. Yeah. And then, but this also goes deeper because I've been nominated for all these like push-up challenge type of things too. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no clue what to do. So now that I know, you know, like weeks later, I can go back and like actually do it right. Dude, so I have, I have a, an idea that's kind What's of a that? weird idea. Uh, so you know how people are doing the push-up challenges? I kind of want to do a pull-up challenge, but not everyone can do pull-ups in their house. So, like, pull-up challenge, find, like, the strangest thing to do pull-ups on, like a tree or something. (laughs) (laughs) And just nominate people just to find weird stuff to do pull-ups on. It's like planking. (laughs) Really, I just miss doing (laughs) pull-ups. Yeah, like planking. That was a big thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's up with these social media challenges? It's uh, they're kind of an interesting phenomenon. You know, we had the ice bucket challenge. We have had... What other ones we had? That was for ALS. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Harlem Shake. Harlem Remember that? Shake. Harlem Shake. I had a Harlem Shake video was, go viral. That's that's OG 
social media channel. Oh, yeah. That's funny you bring that up because I just watched my high school video do the Harlem Shake like when I when we made it like my senior year and it was so weird. It's okay. like why are we doing that? <laughs> that stuff does not age well. No, I had I had one that it ages uh, like it ages like milk. I had one that I uh, it was kind of like a resist. The movement because I thought it was stupid. Oh and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was like do the Harlem Shake, and then I held up a sign that said no, <laughs> and it ended up going viral. <laughs> it was like 13 years old. That's hilarious. <laughs> Sick. And that's how we use the money from that viral video to start Bloom Social. That's right. Yeah. That's it. All the proceeds. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. No, well, I'm glad to learn a little bit more about social media, but. What we wanted to do in today's episode, as fun as it is to shoot the breeze, wanted to talk a little bit about some of the blogs that we've been posting lately. For sure. Um, obviously, with everything that's going on with COVID yep. and with staying at home, um, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of people writing mm-hmm. about you know, kind of ways to keep yourself sane at home. And yep. we put out two blogs uh, over the past couple of weeks about how to work from home, kind of some tips and tricks for... Um, for people that may not have done that before. And then furthermore, uh, just things that you can do in your spare time. Cause obviously there's a lot of spare time that we have for sure. And, uh, and staying at home and, you know, Netflix for, you know, 24 seven just doesn't cut it after a while. Yeah. You know, some sooner or later you you start to ache sitting on the couch that long. <laughs> <laughs> your couch gets an indent. Yeah. The, and the, it's just the like... couch is hurting you, you know, physically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Run so, out of yeah. tiger. So, episodes. Right. <laughs> yeah. The Tiger King can only last for so long yep. until it's, until you are brought to present day. You know, funny story. He's actually quarantined right now. I think they let him out of prison. Did they? He's quarantined in Fort Worth right now. Oh, wow. So, Dang. Yeah, so he's just a couple minutes down the road from me. No kidding. Dude, go say hi, man. Micah, say hello. Yeah. Most of his tigers are in Colorado. Saw that. Right out of the sanctuary here. What was it, 15 or something? I love it. Crazy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so jumping into it. I mean, staying, uh, working from home is something that we've been doing for a while. You know, that's kind of part of our business model is, is working from home. So, um, you know, this does, it does make it hard to meet with clients and especially to get content. I think that's been our biggest struggle throughout this, uh, this quarantining time. So it's, it's, uh, we've had to transfer our focus from us being able to go in and get the shots that we need to working with the client and um, and them getting the content for us. So that's yeah. been a big transition. I don't know if Bailey wants to tap in on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we've kind of had to uh, put some respon- more responsibility on our clients to send us what they can, you know. And it's actually been good in some areas because we're getting a – our audience is getting kind of like an inside look into the people that work at these – businesses you know how they live and you know kind of a personal take to it so it's kind of cool to see you know when they do send us content but yeah it's it is kind of a it's been a little bit slow in you know because we're not seeing our clients and it's that's always good to have that face-to-face interaction um but you know aside from from uh from business stuff you know i find myself having a lot more time (laughs) than usual so you know i think there's a lot of things that people can do to stay sane and, you know, get exercise and learn new skills. So, um, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's, I don't think we've never seen anything like this before. So it's interesting to see what people could come up with, you know? 
Right. So let's hop into it. Yeah. Steve, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you first, what is one tip in working from home that you think you'd like to share with our listeners here today? Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest one for me, I live in a pretty small apartment with my wife. So, um, luckily we have, uh, like an outdoors, uh, outdoor office area that I can, I can escape to, but that's, that's really my biggest thing is, I mean, coming from your five tips from working from home, number two is huge, creating a daily workspace, but not in a place of rest. So just getting an mm-hmm. iPad, I could work, do most of my, my work from my bed with an iPad very, very easily and very comfortably in that way. So, right. um, you know, creating that space that's outside of where you rest is massive. So not working at the kitchen table where you eat, where you socialize, mm-hmm. not in, on your couch, because that's for relaxing. Really dividing up space in your house, I think, is, is the biggest thing for yeah. me. Um, yeah, you know, that, that makes a huge difference. Massive difference, because, you know, when you, uh, when you start mixing all the spaces together and you're eating where you're working, where, you know, you're doing a puzzle or, you know, you're playing, then your brain has a hard time, or my brain has a hard time, you know, deciphering which what I'm doing, right? So it's easier to get lost on Twitter while I'm working if I'm, you know, on the couch. So, but if I'm in my kind of designated space for work, then, you know, my brain is switched on to work. That's what I'm here for. So, yeah, I think number two from the blog is really, really key for me. Cool. Bailey, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, um, I've just been, like he said, really dividing up my time in the space, in the areas that I'm spending in in my apartment. So, I've always had like a, a, a little room that is my home office. So it's kind of, it's not a huge change for me, but you know, it is, it is weird. Like when I'm, I can't really go out to lunch or anything like that. So I'm kind of just right. stuck here, you know, but I am playing my guitar more. So that's been really helping um, and just getting outside. But, you know, I think, I think exercise is what's really helping me. And uh, that's why I would suggest people do just get outside and do some walking around, running, whatever it is. And uh, but it's also you know a good opportunity to learn something new, like it, like an instrument. So yeah, I think going back to separating your spaces out between you know work and sleep. One of the things, and this kind of made its waves as um, as smartphone technology got bigger. You know, sleep scientists were coming out and saying, "Hey, if you're on your phone." you know, in bed, you know, before you fall asleep, it's going to affect, it's going to affect how well you sleep. Right. Right. And so, um, my wife and I have been talking for a long time about putting a TV in our room. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, that'd be, you know, that'd be really nice. And, you know, watching Netflix while in bed or like, you know, laying around, but a lot of times if you're not careful, um, it can affect how well you sleep because you're, you know, you're, you're mixing different functions and areas. Yeah with uh you know with different areas so like basically i found that really interesting because like i said in the blog i i worked from home when i met you guys and i was living in denver i worked from home for about two and a half years almost three years and then i moved back to texas where i'm now working out of office full time but now once again I'm, i'm working from home and i have been for the last month and i think one of the things i've really loved about it is i've got a room uh, with a record player and like these really nice speakers oh, yeah. that my dad gave me. And so I love that room. if I'm ever like, yeah, it's, it's pretty tight. Um, when I, when I need to kind of get away and like 
really focus on something. Like if I'm doing some writing, cause I do a lot of content writing for our website. Right. Um, I can just kind of step away, throw on a record and just kind of jam and write, which is really nice because that's awesome. You can't really listen to loud music at the office if you're working in an office. Yeah, yeah, right? you can't blare the speakers in there. <laughs> yeah, people tend to get a little frustrated. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think, secondly, a lot of people talk about, you know, and I wrote about this too in the blog, you know, getting keeping your morning routine the same. Yeah. I think that's important, but I, I wouldn't go as far as to say, oh, you need to get up in the morning. You need to put on your full work attire. Yeah. You know, you need to put on the button-up shirt and the slacks. It's like I don't, I don't really believe that. You know, I I get up in the morning, I I shower. I still do my same morning routine, but except for putting on a polo and slacks, like I'm putting on more comfortable clothes. Yeah. And you know, I work in a pretty, you know, pretty casual work environment, and I know that you know when you guys are going for your meetings, I'm sure you're dressing up a little bit nicer, mm-hmm. but. When you're doing your daily stuff, you know you guys are dressing comfortable, and I think there's a big correlation between, you know, being comfortable and also being productive. Yeah, totally, I agree. Yeah, a lot of people are saying like, "Did you get like you see all these social media posts like today? I will get out of my sweats or I will put on pants without an elastic waistband." Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I I've been wearing you know like you said comfortable clothes, but for me, like I found that I like around lunchtime, I've been like forcing myself to go on runs. So in the morning, I put on my comfortable athletic, you know, attire. And then like when noon comes around, I just slip on my shoes and go run and then come back. So it's been pretty nice in that way. But I do miss like wearing shoes, like real shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I have a pair of shoes that I've been waiting to wear. Oh, that's used to wear them. Yeah, I. Ah, it's so brutal. I buy so many sneakers, not as much as I used to, mm-hmm. but like, I like got a couple cool pairs. I'm like, man, I can't wait to wear these around. <laughs> yeah, house. like, what am I supposed to do? There's like nothing you can yeah. do with that. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer. I I've tried to incorporate incorporate one one thing that I can do every day mm-hmm. into my routine. You know that you know it's not always necessary for me to shower yeah. every single day. So, but another way to keep some sort of consistency is I bought myself a razor for the first time, like uh, like a, a a metal bladed razor. I'm usually mm. an electric razor okay. guy, but I've been doing the whole you know the whole you know shaving cream and doing that whole thing to keep some sort of like keeping up uh, on myself type of, it helps give consistency to my routine and in my morning and things. And it's actually been helping me a lot. Just having one thing, you know, personal hygiene thing to do yeah. every morning, you know, outside of yeah. like brushing my teeth and things, but you know, totally. Uh, that's, that's been helping me a lot. Just having some, something like normal. <laughs> I was, but I was totally going to call you out for having never owned a razor, but then you said you owned an electric razor <laughs> and I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, I should have prefaced with that. <laughs> You're a grown man. You don't even know Christian. the reason. <laughs> I do want to go back to what you were saying with the with the screens in bed, though, because I was I uh, there's some there's actually quite a bit of research out there on having screens in bed, and specifically about suppressing melatonin and um, keeping your brain alert. So blue light that's emitted from all of our screens generally is. Um, is actually restrains the production of melatonin. So melatonin is the hormone that controls your sleep cycles and your circadian rhythm, which is really important in REM sleep and uh, really actually feeling properly rested. So um, 
the blue light from your screen is actually very, very bad for you. So you see a lot of these blue light glasses that are they're being sold now, and these these apps called like like Lux, and um, they all work to dim the screen and reduce the 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 blue light that's coming out of your phones. So um, there's actually a lot of science behind it as to why you shouldn't have your phone in your hands and in your eyes before you go to bed. Um, so I just thought that was an interesting thing to kind of back up what you were saying, Christian. Yeah, that's. I came onto this podcast looking to talk about cool things to do at home, and I got a little lecture in sleep. Good stuff, Professor Shoemaker. <laughs> do what I can, you know. So we talked a little bit about kind of work from home strategies, maybe some tips that have helped us out. Um, I do want to go a little bit more into some of the fun stuff, like the hobbies. And Bailey, I know you were talking a little bit about guitar, mm-hmm. and you know we collaborated a little bit on the blog in discussing some of these free resources that you can go and look at. So um, yeah. do you want to expand a little bit more on kind of what your at-home guitar playing has looked like? Yeah, sure. I mean, I've been playing for a while, so you know I'm not just picking it up and learning, but you know I've been exploring some new things and learning some new stuff that I haven't tried before. So, and it's just refreshing to play, you know, and just kind of get back into it. Um, but you know, like there's a lot of cool resources for people who are just starting, um, aside, you know, from the usual YouTube video, the how to YouTube videos, um, you can, you can, you know, start getting free guitar lessons, you know, from one-on-one people. Um, there's a site called just guitar, just in guitar.com. Um, it has a lot of like free stuff that you can do to learn like songs or theory and stuff like that. So um, anybody who wants to learn an instrument, you know, you have those resources available. And, you know, also I think a lot of people could get into uh, like music producing if they don't have an instrument, you know, so like there's a lot of, you know, software out there. I'm, I'm you know, Christian, you're pretty familiar with all that stuff and you've been kind of fiddling around. I see a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. A little bit, that's it. <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, that's actually, that's a good point. So one of the things, I mean, everyone probably knows this by now, but YouTube is just like the absolute treasure trove of free education, right? I have a, a couple of friends. Actually, it's kind of weird. I have a handful of friends that are all what I would say professional YouTubers, meaning they make their living off of YouTube. And all of them say, you know, and they go to these conferences and these uh, conventions and they say, wouldn't be surprised if, you know, in the next couple of years, YouTube will become, you know, one of the biggest sources of education, like legitimized education. Yeah, that's interesting. And you're starting to see that with some, with some rival companies. Like, you know, we talk about uh, advertisement, right? And a lot of the ads that I tend to get are around like Masterclass, mm-hmm. which is one of those huge online teaching resources. Yeah. And, uh, they're doing a good sale right now. I think if you buy one license, you get another for free. And so there's just so much online education. And like, I think I, I joked about this before we got on the podcast, but I'm a huge Gordon Ramsay fan. Like anything Gordon Ramsay Dude, does, same. I, I, I want to watch it because not only does he just like get on people's cases, but he's just freaking good at what he does. Yeah, dude. And, um, I saw an ad today. Like he does a masterclass about teaching you like the basics of cooking. And I'm like, what an awesome time now to kind of, to, to like spend some time investing in skills. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily skills that you can profitize or, you know, whatever that word is that I tried to use right <laughs> there. But, um, no, you know, I, 
it's it's interesting because uh, the 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 excuse, you know, well, I, I just don't have time. That that doesn't apply anymore. Like you literally, you can't even say that. Like it's like it's crazy. Like you can, there's no way you should, you you know, you come out of this like this quarantine and you haven't learned anything new or had some experience like you know reading or something like that like you have no excuse so it's like it's why not just force yourself to do something and you might enjoy it you know i've been having a blast trying to uh bake bread nice That's been my uh my endeavor and it's worked out all right but i never realized how difficult it is to make bread bread is it's a art it really is it's a uh, it's a lot of different you know a lot of different techniques and tricks and uh, so that's been a lot of fun for me. Plus, it gives I love bread. There you go. There's nothing like uh, fresh bread with a good coat of of mm. butter and some salt. Mm. Nothing like it. Dude, you can dip it in. Dip it in your you wine. Can't, you can't. Mm. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just Sorry, had keto granola this morning. All right. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, stick with it's. The, uh, the it's actually really, really good. <laughs> it's uh, like sunflower seeds. Or not sunflower seeds. Like flax seeds? Yeah, flax seeds, almonds, peanuts, uh, chia seeds, some kind of sunflower seed, uh, and then a bunch of other stuff. But it's totally, totally keto, and it's, a, like, filled with protein. And it tastes like – I have this cocoa-flavored one. Dude, it tastes like Rice Krispies. Like – or co- Cocoa Krispies, the cereal. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Steve, what's your favorite type of bread to, to make? You know, I – okay. Well, those are those are two questions. <laughs> My favorite type of bread, I think, is a, is a good sourdough. Yes. Yeah, agreed. A good sourdough Correct. bread is phenomenal. It's extremely difficult to make, though. So I haven't um, – at least to get right from the – you have to – so there's a starter, yeah. and it's a, it's a it's a grow. And it's the yeast actually – it's a whole – it's a life form in, in a way – and it'll it'll grow over time, and you cut it, and you add more flour, and there's a whole process to it. So I really like to get into into that, but I don't have the commitment right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm working my way up to it. So right now, I'm just making you know your basic. Um, I think it's like a, a peasant's bread or something. It's just flour and water and salt. So. Steve, what makes sourdough sour? It's actually it's. Um, it's the same thing that happens to yogurt. It's a similar, I believe. It's a similar thing. Oh, that really? To yogurt. It's like a, it's like a souring. Uh, that's a stupid way to put it. In. Um, like aging process <laughs> a, or something. Yeah, it's aging, fermenting. That's what I'm trying to say. Fermenting, fermenting process. Yeah. So it, it just takes time and it, and it, it, it's similar to what they do with beer. I think, um, beer and bread are pretty similar, um, in that way. But yeah, I, I don't know a lot, a ton about it, but I. Uh, my friend's been kind of trying to put me up to the sour bread thing, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna dive into it. But yeah, see if I can steal some of his starter and then um, and then make my own out of that. <laughs> that would probably be the easiest way. <laughs> making making peasants bread, you are withholding or not withholding. You are upholding a tradition that goes back towards the beginning of human time. So congratulations, and then Bailey, your congratulations. By playing a stringed instrument. Oh yeah. You too are We're just... upholding a ancient tradition that goes back towards the beginning of time. Hey, I'm honored, man. We're tapping into our roots. <laughs> yeah. I'm honored. I'll continue to continue it. 
Well, that's awesome. I that's actually I'm glad to know that you guys are both doing cool things because like yeah, I'm doing like a little bit of music production. I kind of want to try homebrewing. I feel like this is the time to do it. It's a great um, idea. Getting the materials, getting the materials might be a little bit difficult. Um, but yeah, there's just I think the key thing really when I look at this whole situation is you know, it, it doesn't matter if you're an extrovert or an introvert. Obviously, extroverts have have been quoted to say that their time is more difficult in adjusting to this because, hey, I want to be around people. Yeah. You know, I want to, you know, I, I need to be out. I need to, you know, socialize. But right. I think there are ways, and probably my favorite things that I've been able to do during this time has been reconnect with people on these Zoom calls. Yeah. Right. And I know we're doing one right now, obviously, for the podcast, but, uh, like reaching out to friends that I haven't chatted with in years. Yeah. And just like saying, hey, like, would love to catch up with you guys, do like a Zoom happy hour. Yeah. As I think that's, that's the, the, the term that's going around. Yeah. If your clients are um, doing that, it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. And just kind of having the chance to reconnect, um, with people that maybe you wouldn't have you wouldn't have had time to chat with earlier. So yeah. I think when I look at the whole situation, obviously it's 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 tragic with the amount of lives that have been lost and it's it's done a number on the economy and our lives and all that stuff. But it's been cool to kind of have these silver linings amidst that that you know have have really helped enrich areas of my life and I'm sure your guys' lives as well that maybe might not have happened had this not evolved. Right. Occurred. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting that you say that because. I was listening to this one podcast. I always mention this to you guys. These two comedians, they're hilarious. Sebastian Maniscalco and Pete Coriella. Shout out Pete and Sebastian show. Uh, they, uh, Sebastian was saying um, he's been sitting around and just FaceTiming people he's never FaceTimed before. Like out of the blue. And normally, you know, a lot of people don't like that. You know, like when you get a FaceTime from someone, like kind of like, candid like it's kind of like what what the heck why why are they what do you what do i do here but i'm tempted to do it so i've been doing that it's been a lot of fun yeah people actually enjoy it you know people need some face-to-face contact yeah that's i mean we can we can talk to each other all day but you know being able to see each other is is really huge you know, yeah just playing off of each other's emotions and um you know it's really really important to to do that so. for sure i i totally love that bailey that's awesome yeah so you guys might get some you know random facetime calls from me so <laughs> i want you guys to answer during whatever you're doing <laughs> promise it's not work related okay yeah yeah when i facetime it's not going to be work related <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah i think you're gonna have a tough time hitting me because I've got an Android. Well, all Skypers. I don't know. <laughs> I've got I've got an iPad though. Okay. Unfortunately, it's not the iPad Pro 2020. Then I'm not gonna do it. If you don't have the iPad iPad Pro 2020, there's no sh- there's no way I'm FaceTiming you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dealing with that inferior device. Yeah, 2020 or nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're we're coming up on about 30 minutes, so uh, let <laughs> 2020. Uh, I just want to take a quick second to say uh we're living through history yes and 2020 is freaking nuts yes like what's gonna happen next yeah i'm optimistic <laughs> i'm very optimistic. just just remember this because you know we're gonna be telling our kids this story for a long time oh yeah i was i was alive during the pandemic of 2020 you know i lived it <laughs> 
yeah, that was seriously. extremely blown out of proportion. Yeah, right, right. Uh, it probably isn't going to be anywhere near the <laughs> severity that they yeah. were. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the next, the next step in this whole thing is going to be the arguments between did it cause more damage yeah. to people's lives that we shut down or would it have caused more damage if we did nothing? Right. And so get ready for those heated arguments yeah. because um, – you can only ever sit on one extreme side or the yeah. other. There's no middle ground. And also get ready for the crazy amount of content being pushed out and, you know, related to the coronavirus, meaning, you know, obviously social media content, but there's going to be a ton of documentaries. There's going to be a ton of movies, like, you know, reenacting everything in certain states, especially New York. And uh, there's also going to be a ton of stand-up comedy in relation to coronavirus so i'm stoked all around when this is over with the amount of stuff that's going to come out you know and we got a freaking election later. yes yeah yeah buckle in buckle in <laughs> this is the roller coaster God, we're sure. going up right now we're going up on the roller coaster yeah <laughs> come come october november that's when the real 2020 begins yeah. <laughs> jeez well any other closing thoughts, Steve? I'll start with you. Anything that's on your mind? Any shameless plugs? Any uh, any any predictions? Anything of the sort? <laughs> uh, closing thoughts. Uh, I've been diving into this theory about five G and uh, its effects on humans. So I'm interested to continue to look into that and see. Uh, I want some uh, some research to come out on the effects of of radio waves and EMFs on on people. So uh, maybe maybe I'll uh, dabble into that next time we come together. <laughs> Sweet. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this I because <laughs> I work in the uh, when I'm not working for Bloom, I work in the tech industry, and 5G is kind of the next big thing, and we're all getting prepped for it. And so oh yeah, interesting. It's here. We'll see. We'll see what happens crazy i await your result <laughs> <laughs> if any bailey you're next man um yeah uh well i have actually interest something interesting to bring up uh i just got off the phone with a, a good friend of mine who is pretty high up at southwest airlines and uh i kind of mentioned to her if she'd be interested in coming on the cast and kind of giving some insight on what's going on really in the airline industry during all of this yeah. um and she's she's down so uh you know, expect her to be on in a future episode and she's going to kind of dive in and answer some of our questions about, you know, how this is affecting, you know, traveling and the industry itself. So, yeah. And then also shameless plug, Bloom Social. We are here. We are alive during this pandemic. So, <laughs> and that's, that's all I got. I want everyone to stay safe and uh, yeah, check us out. And um, we wish you the best during this difficult time. That was very that was very touching. I still have my closing thought. Though. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> you better beat us, man. Maybe I'll edit. Maybe I'll edit your your touching emotional <laughs> closeout to the end. Okay. But, we'll see. So that's funny you mentioned that about Southwest Airlines because my cousin works for American. Okay. And um, he was telling me that you know he works in IT, you know the IT sector. He was telling me that. Um, American went through a pretty big uh, employee layoff because of everything that happened, and um, that's that's interesting. I think it'd be cool to try and bring him on too, yeah, and yeah. maybe on a different episode, yeah. just kind of see, you know, how it's been different. But my closing thought, 
I, I had it in my mind and then I lost it. Okay, I remember now. So ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports, as they would say, they are just dying for content. Yeah. I don't know how often you guys check sports news media and whatnot, but like the stuff they're doing to try and fill the gap is just atrocious. Right. It's like, oh, we're going to broadcast uh, a horse, a game of horse. Oh, no. <laughs> like, what? Why? <laughs> and everyone's just like, this is so dumb. Like, please just post nothing instead, and we'd yeah. prefer that. Or just game replays. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just do game replays. And so I'm sitting here, like, just absolutely baffled. I'm, I'm a little frustrated by it. So ESPN, if you're listening... Nobody wants to watch players play horse. Nobody wants to watch NBA players play NBA 2K. <laughs> Just play Bro. old reruns. That's it. That's all you have to do. You hear that, ESPN? You, you better get on it. <laughs> you done. You done. We're coming you. after you. So. We're gonna have a Bloom Sports, <laughs> Bloom's Bloom Sports, and we're gonna come after you. <laughs> with uh, with Chaz, with Chaz, our our resident sports extra Ex- or ex extra expert expert. <laughs> extra extra consultant so well thank you guys again for tuning in if you like the podcast let us know yeah we want to reach out to you guys want to have open conversation we're at home too yeah we are so listen subscribe chat and give us some feedback give us the old thumbs up the five star we would love and appreciate hey give us a thumbs down if you think it sucks we will make it better yeah let us know what you think we could do better and you cannot criticize the bread because you haven't had it yet. <laughs> exactly. So. True. Steve, Bailey, thanks again. Thank you thank, thank you, you all for tuning in today. Uh, just remember the nice, kind words Bailey said earlier. And <laughs> that's all we got. Take care, everybody. Take care. We will see you soon. It's been a pleasure.